you can't freeze up. You have to just keep moving forward. We're never going to be able to control what's, what's happening out there. Uh, we can only control what we can do, and uh, things will pan out. And the world's not coming in an to an end, as far as I know, this next <laughs> this next ten years. It's time for the Retirement Reality Podcast with the founder of Principal Preservation Services, Mike Koyanen. Well, Mike, I know when we when this episode is actually going out, people will probably have a better sense of whether or not baseball is going to be played again. But I know you're a baseball fan, and, and there's a lot of fans around uh, the Minneapolis-St. Paul area as well with the Twins. And sure, what's your gut in terms of what's going to happen here? It sounds like hockey's a go, and it sounds like football's a go, and you know, baseball sounds like they're on the fence. You know, fortunately for you know, in the Minnesota Minneapolis area, we do have a pretty fun minor league. Uh, sports team St. Paul Saints. It's owned by Bill Murray, you know the uh, comedic actor. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So he owns that team, or part owner, I believe, of the team. So they're fun to go to. We've done a client event there. So if we don't get the uh, Minnesota Twins, which is a great field, a Target Field is a beautiful field. Yeah, um, not too old, but we uh, we have the St. Paul Saints, and that's actually a, a pretty new stadium. It's just a couple years old. Very very nice, and so we can still get your fix of baseball. Good deal. Well, the reason I asked you is because we're going to do some quotes today. A lot of quotes on today's show. The, the main focus is going to be on Mark Twain quotes. He said a lot of things through the years and written a lot of things that can still be applied today. And he's got some pretty good ones, some of them funny, but they all apply to finances in some way. So we're going to do that. But I want to start off, kind of tie in into baseball. I know you're a Yogi Bear fan. He's had some amazing quotes through the years. One of my favorite that I, that I saw, I used to work at ESPN in the cafeteria. You know, they got sports stuff everywhere, but in the cafeteria, <laughs> they had one that said above the, the pizza station, you better cut the pizza in four pieces because I'm not hungry enough to eat six. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've seen that one as well. That's uh, hilarious. There's a funny YouTube video that goes with that as well. But um, yeah, I love his uh, the Yogi Berra quotes. Uh, I highlighted a few of them. I actually uh, printed off a few. I have in my office. Uh, okay. here's, a, here's a few of them. Uh, and what I like about them, they're funny. And, you know, I like to say some, some goofy things to make your kids think or friends think. But uh, it says, we've all heard this one. When you come to a fork in the road, take it. <laughs> you can observe a lot just by watching. Oh. Well, that's <laughs> yeah. deep thinking on that one. Yeah, real deep. A nickel ain't worth a dime anymore. Um, that's a great one what, for financial planning, too, when you yeah. talk about inflation, right? Yeah, another similar, uh, uh, never answer an anonymous letter. <laughs> the future ain't what it used to be. That's for sure. Um, I, I, one of my favorites is uh, pair up in groups of three. Right. <laughs> so yeah. it, may, it sounds like, uh, uh, or line up in the circle is another one yeah. you said before. I never said most of the things I said, which, which, is, uh, <laughs> which is interesting. So, or it gets late out here early. Yeah. So it gets late early out here is what he said. So yeah, just fun, funny things. And he's a, a lot smarter man than I think people took him for. It takes some intelligence to be... Uh, you know, smart on his feet like that. Yeah. I like, uh, you wouldn't have won if we would have beaten you. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Well, I, I think everybody said that if you're competitive in any sport, it's especially playing basketball with the kids out in the, uh, yeah. in the driveway. <laughs> we can all relate for sure. Well, yeah, let's, that takes us into our Mark Twain conversation because his stuff isn't quite as witty, but it's, it's very uh, applicable to today. And, and even though the, the, many of these things were written and said, over 100 years ago, they mm. still apply today, which is what's crazy. So let's talk about some of these and figure out what they can teach us about money. Uh, the first one I've got on the list here, 
apparently there is nothing that cannot happen today. Yeah, that's true. Um, we know that. We just we're living example twenty twenty of um, this is a, a year just in the first six months of what's happened. You know, we had the COVID. You know, the pandemic. You know, the the market shot down so fast thirty four percent in six weeks. Um, you know, we've lived through the the real estate bubble. You know, in two thousand. You know, end of seven two thousand seven, beginning two thousand nine. We've also had you know, riots and protesting and, and for the unfortunate death of, of George Floyd. And I mean, just imagine what we've gone through and, and, and not just what's happened on the, you know, the national scene and world scene, but just what's happened in your family dynamics. And, and so we just know anything can happen. We, we loved ones can get, get sick on the drop of a dime. So you need to be preparing. You need to get, make sure that uh, retirement is is going to be prepared. You can't. We can't worry about those things as well. But we have to be planning uh, for retirement. And so you want to make sure that your money is going to handle uh, a tough down cycle. A lot of people that came to us in this last couple months, as and they became clients of ours because they said specifically, we found out in a hurry what wasn't being done for us, and we thought they were going to be doing something for our plan, and they're not. Um, and obviously, those people who had four hundred one ks really understand that because. If you have a 401k or 403b, you are your own advisor. Nobody's making adjustments for you besides you. So you have to pick and choose those. And that's where people are like, I just can't afford to take these big hits. We need somebody actually monitoring this and making adjustments for us. So anything can happen. Mark Twain also once said, the lack of money is the root of all evil. That kind of goes against everything we've heard, but that applies pretty, uh, pretty accurately to retirement, right? Yeah, the lack of money. Now, I've heard other people say, you know, Money is the root of all evil, which obviously is not true. Uh, we hear people say that. And I said, well, do you work every day? Well, yeah. I said, then so you're going to work to get money, which is evil. So why are you working? And you know, just some of the things we do and, and, and say just don't line up with our, you know, our actions, our words line up with our actions. So, but yeah, we, we definitely need to have enough money for, um, for retirement. If you're going to retire at 60 or 65, you get 20, 20 to 30 years that money has to last without work. And you're just depending on Social Security for most people now because a uh, majority of people are not having pensions like they used to be. You know, as, you know, 401ks came around right around 1980 is pensions were starting to get less and less popular. You have to be dependent on your retirement savings. And so less pensions. Now you have Social Security and, and IRA type dollars, qualified dollars to make your money last. So yeah, I think if you're not savings, you're not really planning for the future. You're not planning for your loved ones and life will be difficult. You know, So uh, definitely need to be doing your part. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the next one is a good one. It's funny. And, and it's funny because it was, it was said so long ago, but I mean, it maybe has never been more true, but not to get political, we'll apply this to finance. But he said, suppose you were an idiot and suppose you were a member of Congress, but I repeat myself. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, almost like a, yeah, Yogi Berra is, yeah. but yeah, you can't control what's happening there in, in politics or Capitol Hill again. And this is not to be political because we, uh, no, no matter where you stand politically, we know on even the, the, the party that you might support we know there's crooks out there and there's there's liars and they, they say one thing and they do another. We just can't control what they're doing. We can't control what they're doing and uh, saying and how much they're even affecting our our economy. They have a, a lot of a lot of th times what they say 
it affects our you know the market almost instantaneously in the, in the decisions they make so we need to plan no matter what happens up there we can't just stop not uh investing in our IRAs or 401ks or you know people send me emails says now the um, the government can take control over my 401k and take my assets and so I'm not doing anything I go you guys you just can't you can't freeze up you have to just keep moving forward we're never going to be able to control what's what's happening out there uh, we can only control what we can do and uh, things will pan out and the world's not coming in and to an end as far as I know this next <laughs> this next 10 years. Let's hope not. I saw the Mayan calendar was uh, maybe readjusted <laughs> to 2020. Who knows? Um, all right. Okay. So his next uh, quote, October is one of the particularly dangerous months for speculating in stocks. The others are July, January, September, <laughs> April, November, May, March, June, December, August, and February. All 12. That's awesome. And as I like how he doesn't put them in order either. So right. <laughs> um, yeah, if you're going to be in the market, you have to take that risk associated with it. Most stocks, when we do a risk assessment for clients' portfolios, stocks are going to be the most aggressive type of investment out there. Because why? Your money is invested in one company, whereas mutual funds or ETFs are a mixture of several companies. And so there's nothing wrong with taking on that risk. Some people, And I said, if you believe in that company, if you work for 3M because they're right down the road, you believe in 3M, hold their stocks. I have nothing wrong with that. Or you have whatever the other companies you worked with, Ford or uh, whoever it might be, hold on to that stocks. Delta, Delta's local as well. Um, but you have to take the risk associated with that. Now, what I we do typically recommend when we do estate planning, that's myself and, and Casey, and we do the, the, the management side, is I said, now, if you have a lot of risk in stocks, I, I typically say you it's okay to have a hobby, a fun account, but don't put all your your money in the stock market. And that's what you know Casey's recommending as well is because you just can't afford that big risk. And if you want to have a fun account, play account, because some people like to actively do that, that's great. But don't put your whole nest egg in such high risk. Typically, that's for, for majority people because they can't afford it. Most people can't. Yeah, that's the truth. All right. Uh, the next one's a good one, uh, a little more serious, but how unfortunate a thing is it for man to have wealth and for him to make a god of it instead of a servant? Yeah. Um, you know what? I think there's a lot of people, they set goals and that's important to have goals. And I've seen people who have said, you know, they, they say, I'm going to retire when my, my retirement accounts hit this certain amount. But what happens, they almost get caught up. They, they kind of lose the whole purpose while you're saving for retirement. Uh, you know, the whole purpose that you were sitting was having enough for retirement. And sometimes I've come in and said, what, what is the reason why you're uh, working much longer? You could be retired. Well, because I want to hit this number. I go, why? You have enough to be retired and live the lifestyle you want to live with what you have already. And then some, why are you taking on so much risk? And, you know, some people, we just lose the whole, the whole goal. The goal gets twisted because now it becomes a almost like like you said, a god in a sense that they're just obsessed with their retirement funds and they kind of quit thinking about the, the original goal, which was to retire at a certain time and, and enjoy life. And I'll just tell you when, you know, I've, I've never been on my deathbed, but I'll tell you, you know, my dad died early and I know he would much rather have time with family than working just all the hours he works. So the mm -hmm. hours you work, away from family and the money you make and the money you're saving, that's all great, but it really comes down to 
time with with your loved ones is going to be the most important asset you'll have. Yeah, that's well said. All right, let's close it out on this note, Mike. This quote from Mark Twain. The secret to getting ahead is getting started. That's maybe one of my favorites that we've we've had on the show today. Yeah, and I think we ended last episode very similarly, um, talking point, but that's where the key is, is you just have to get started. And that's with anything. Um, you know, I, I just, in high school, I always joke, you know, when talking to even the guys in the office, sometimes it's something you don't want to do. I says, just like when you had to do book reports in high school or wherever junior high, I said, I would, I'd be the first guy, just get it out of the way because I'd hate to sit there and watch everybody else do their, their book report, public speaking in front of the whole classroom. I wasn't a huge public speaker at the time. And <laughs> I was like, you know what, get it out of the way, like the book report, I was the first one to do it. So sometimes you just have to, uh, the things that are balling you up in your gut here, the things that you know you're supposed to do, but you're not doing, you're not taking a step forward, make that first step. Make that, that call, make that initial step to say, you know what, I need to start looking at my retirement. I need to start looking at my finances. I need to look at, maybe it's debt. I need to find out, okay, I'm not going to be able to save if I, if I have this debt and I'm living under this, you know, this cloud over my life the whole time. It feels like I'm never getting ahead. I need to have somebody who's gonna help me, give me a plan of attack, whatever that might be. Or even a call I had last night with a client said, you know, my current advisor hasn't looked at anything besides he just sold me investments. He's never given us advice. He's never looked at our mortgage. He's never looked at social security. He's never talked about distributions, any of that stuff. And that's exactly what we do. We can look at everything, you know, including Medicare now too as well. So uh, get started, make that call just to have an appointment, whether it's us or some other, you don't have I'm not arrogant to say that we're the only good guys around. Find somebody that's going to fit good with you. That's important. You want to, you're going to be working with the advisor hopefully for you know, 10 to 20, 30 years. Find somebody you like. It's a good fit for you. Uh, but uh, do your, uh, your interviewing soon and get started. Yeah. doesn't matter if it's, it's you. Just make that leap. Take that leap. Make that first step and, and start getting that plan in place. It's so vital and so important. But if you do want to talk with Mike, maybe sit down with him, have a little uh, discovery meeting, go through that process. You can do so by contacting him at 855-987-8888. And uh, you can find his website with a lot of great info, but also the ability to set up a meeting at principalpreservationservices.com. It's time for the mailbag. We want to hear from you. We got time for one mailbag question right before we close out today's show. So we'll take it from Emily. She writes, right. uh, when, when should I start focusing less on growing my money and focus more on protecting it instead? I plan to retire in two years and market volatility makes me really nervous. Well, being retirement, Emily, here in a couple of years, now is a good time to start looking at that because... You know, at that stage of life, you you know you have probably ninety percent of what you're going to have in retirement already, because you're going to maybe maybe a few years of contributions. Obviously, you get some growth in there, hopefully, uh, where the market's going to lead us. But yeah, you're at a point where you shouldn't have all your eggs in one basket. Most people always agree with that, but then again, they don't they don't do that. Um, they say one thing, they do another, typically. So you have to start looking at other options. And that's where people are like, I don't know what those other options are. Um, it's, you know, checking, you know, savings accounts pay 0.05 or 0.1%. Uh, maybe an online savings account might get you, you know, 1.3% I looked yesterday. CDs just don't, they're, they're not keeping up with inflation. You need to have something that's going to keep up with inflation. And we're not typically recommending people go in bonds because as interest rates are going to go up, which 
they will, especially with all these stimulus packages. They have nowhere to go but up. Uh, bonds are going to drop. And so we look at other safer options for you in retirement, but you should be looking at that now and not waiting till retirement because anything could happen in the meantime. And I'd hate to have the market have an ugly effect here in a couple of years or you know, six months before retirement or right around retirement. And now you, you say, I can't retire. I'm going to have to work another six months or another year or two years to make up those losses. Yeah, well, you're in a very important time in your life, and it's important to uh, sit down and get that all sorted out uh, as soon as you can. So thanks for the question, and if you ever have something on your mind, send it in to us, principalpreservationservices.com, and we'll try our best to answer it right here on the Retirement Reality Podcast. Mike, a lot of great wisdom from Yogi and Mark on this episode, and I've enjoyed it along the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was fun. I, I like those uh Yogiisms, those are great. And Mark Twain, I, I can't believe he's been gone for that long because they seem a lot of those quotes do sound like current for today. Yeah, it's amazing. Sounds like somebody just told those to us recently. So good stuff. Uh, a right. lot to learn, and we appreciate you listening to this episode. Hit subscribe. Got a new episode coming out next week, and we'll talk to you then. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.